Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hi, hello, podcast fam. It's Wednesday, May the 1st. (laughs) Woo, we're in May. May is actually my favorite month. Obviously, it's because my birthday is coming up. It's on May 12th for everyone who wants to buy me something. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have to buy me anything. (laughs) But doesn't everyone love their birthday month the most? Uh, I'm also excited for May because... I'm going to Vancouver this coming Saturday, and uh, it's actually turning into like this amazing solo mission trip. Yes, I'm going alone. I'm driving down to Oregon for five days and then back up to Whistler, uh, where I'm participating in this like luxury retreat like over my birthday weekend at the Fairmont Whistler. Like I couldn't ask for anything more than that. I'm so excited about this. Uh, Anyone that's in the Vancouver Whistler area, hit me up. Let's, uh, let's hang out in Whistler. I literally cannot wait. <laughs> so until then, I've been working my butt off in order to be caught up with all of my work stuff so that I can work remotely for the 10 days that I'm away. Um, uh, but I think it's all going to work out. And, uh, however, it's going to work out not without a few little hiccups. <laughs> For example, like we always have bumps in the road. There's always like sort of things that happen in life and we have a a choice on how we respond or react to the way, the flow of life. Let's just call it that. The flow of life. For example, this week I'm actually staying at my mom's house in Manitech for the entire week. Okay, so my mom and my stepdad Gary are in Florida right now. Um, It's their first like real vacation together in probably 10 years or more. My mom's probably listening and correcting. 10 years, mom? (laughs) 15? I don't know. It's been a long time. And they asked me to stay here to look after my grandmother who lives lives with my mom and Gary, um, as well as the dogs. So my dog, Boomer, lives with my mom as well uh, with her dog, Wally. So obviously I said no problem. And uh, I moved in last Saturday. But yeah, so this is interesting. <laughs> this is an interesting move for me. Uh, I grew up in Manitic, but for the past three years or so, I've been living in downtown Ottawa. Um, I lead a fairly busy life. I work 55 to 60 hours per week. That sounds like a lot. Uh, it's actually it, like, yes, it does sound like a lot, but I do enjoy what I do and I have like a good flow right now. Like I feel pretty balanced in my work life um, sort of routine. But moving here for the week, it's actually crazy how my intense my schedule all of a sudden feels. So being 30 minutes outside of the city for the week, I like feel so out of routine and I'm struggling. I'm struggling a little bit with this. Um, 
So my life feels sort of flipped upside down, if you will. But yes, this is an act of love. And in many ways, I love being here. Like I, I love being with my dog and my mom lives in the country, sort of like outside of Manatic and has this like lovely yard with lots of birds. I've been feeding the birds. It's like very peaceful out here. The weather's been great. It's just kind of crazy how out of my element I already, I, I feel. So yeah, and yes, my mom's listening right now and she probably feels bad about this, but mom, I'm saying this out loud because it's like teaching me to live in the moment and not to worry. So I can get all of my tasks completed without worrying, without drama. I'm just like, in order to do that, I need to stay focused on the now, like what I'm doing right now and, and doing things sort of one at a time instead of, you know, projecting myself into the future. So it's easy to worry about things. However, worry causes stress and I'm going to get it all done. So why worry? This is so interesting. Like I was worrying about this podcast, for example, you know, and when I was going to have time to record it. And I thought about it 500 times over the past three days thinking like, what should I talk about? Uh, should I bring all my stuff to my mom's? Should I get up early and drive home and record it? Or how like blah, 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 blah. And then honestly, I just like stopped, took a deep breath. And I asked myself, Elisa, what difference does it make? where you record the show. And then I was like, oh, there is no difference. Why am I even worried about this? It's just gonna happen or it's not, whatever. Just go with the flow of life. So, so now I'm currently at my mom's recording here at her kitchen table. <laughs> you might hear the dogs walk around and the birds chirping, which is all great. So in this, in this week's podcast, I'm, I'm sort of gonna be thinking out loud again about some of my recent emotions that I've been feeling. So through this kind of whirlwind of the last couple of weeks, I think there's a lot of hidden lessons and messages that I want to keep talking about. So last week, the podcast was a little bit crazy. I was definitely thinking out loud in that one and processing things as I went. It was funny because my girlfriend Nina and I were discussing this together afterwards and we were laughing because yeah, I was like speaking from an interesting place last week. <laughs> Not quite out of the emotional body and, uh, and like I was trying to process Easter weekend. So if you didn't listen last week, feel free to go back and check it out. It's a good little episode. It gets kind of deep, but to recap, I spoke about Easter weekend and how I was going through this like emotional crisis. I overate, I beat myself up for it and then had this like little mini wake up call. In other words, I became the observer for long enough to have a momentary glimpse at myself and my behavior from a different perspective to like see and like wake up again. So this like wake up allowed me to create some space between all the negative thinking that was going on. And that's kind of the message that I wanted to say in last week's podcast and that I want to continue into this week. So my thinking was causing drama and emotion and I created some space between that and me, the observer. What I saw in that process was that I have a choice in my response. I have, I am choosing to react in this way. Okay. 
So if this sounds confusing or ridiculous or it completely doesn't make sense to you at any level, I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry, but I want you to keep listening because at first waking up and detaching from my emotion, which is to detach yourself from the thinking that dominates the mind, it sounded ridiculous to me too. However, I do believe that every single person in the world has experienced this at some time in their life, whether they are aware that it has happened or not. So every single person has had that moment, that little glimpse where they're detaching themselves from the thinking, okay, in one way or another. So I'm just going to start thinking out loud. (laughs) Okay, so bear with me. Um, When we aren't taking our emotions personally, we can let them go. Okay. So this whole podcast is about emotions and what they're teaching us and what they're doing to us, essentially what our emotions are doing to us inside of us. So for example, I'm just going to give this like random example. Um, let's just say two people are walking down the street, the exact same street at the exact same time, and a flock of birds flies overhead and poops on both of these people. Okay, so so picture that. Now, person one responds by laughing, <laughs> taking out a Kleenex and wiping the poop away with the awareness that this was completely out of their control and that the bird was just being a bird. Okay. It's not personal. Okay. Just two, a bird and a human walking down the street. Okay. Person two responds by getting angry. And this person starts to yell at the bird, causes drama and like curses that this always happens to them. And why me? And blames the bird for ruining the day. Okay. So two people can go through life and experience the exact same thing yet their reactions are completely different. So why do you think that is? Okay. It's because this is me thinking out loud. Person one did not take the situation personally. They didn't personalize the experience. Okay. It just happened and there was no drama or past conditioning attached to it. So they just didn't care. It didn't matter. Okay. They didn't make the situation matter. And therefore there was no negative emotion. In fact, there was sort of like a positive one. They, there was some laughter there. Okay. Person two, however, made the experience about them. So they brought the past into the now. So something happened. Oh, this always happens to me. And they brought that story with them into the now and had an emotional reaction that was completely controlled by, um, by anger, by this unconscious story or emotion. Does that make sense? Was person two aware that the bird was just being a bird or that they were having this emotional reaction fueled by negativity? Okay. And how long will this person hold on to the story? How many times will they tell it today, tomorrow, the next day, this bird pooped on me. Guess what happened and keep reliving that negative experience. Okay. How many people will they try try to like get on their side, uh, to continue telling the story? 
And what else will this energy pull into the picture? Okay, so by telling the story over and over again, reliving the anger, what does that energy feel like or look like in this person's body? Okay, so emotional situations can manifest more drama in our lives. We know this, we've heard this a million times, but how can we actually become aware of how we are manifesting? What are our emotions, our emotional state, or what's our thinking in the regular moments of life? So in the normal moments, oftentimes we can become aware during times of stress, but what what's happening in our minds? What are we thinking? What's our emotion in just like a, a normal situation? Uh, <clears throat> our emotions come from the past. They come from the thinking which happens to us constantly. Now, on my IG post last week, on my Instagram post, I, I opened the caption of it by saying that I'm an emotional person. <laughs> and this is, okay, this is exactly what I wrote. I'm just gonna read this here. Um, I wrote, I am an emotional person. This took me a long time to admit and accept because for, uh, because for some, being an emotional person is considered a flaw. I believed I was flawed because I get triggered easily. However, my emotions have given me a huge opportunity to learn about myself and heal the parts of me that react in negative ways. So like I said there, it took me a long time to accept the way I was conditioned and to accept the way I react emotionally to certain situations, right? Uh, now, before I go any further, I want to say that I'm, like, I, I'm still in the process of accepting. <laughs> this is like an ongoing thing for me, okay? Um, and, and accepting this doesn't make me better. It just, it doesn't make me better than you. It just makes me more aware Okay, because to accept is to forgive and I'm still forgiving myself. This I've come to realize is a process and it wasn't like one day I just woke up and I was like, hi, Elisa, I accept that I'm emotional. Be gone with emotions. It doesn't happen like that. Okay, no, 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 no. But it was like one day that I woke up. So the reason this topic is still in the forefront of my mind is because I had like this massive aha moment this past weekend. And for some reason, I always equate being emotional to negative emotions. So in saying I'm an emotional person, it means that I react with negative emotions, you know, stress, fear, like I'm, I have negative emotions to crisis situations. Okay. And my emotions cause me to suffer in some way. But what about all the positive emotions out there that I experience? You know, like joy and gratitude and confidence, inspiration, surprise, happiness. All this stuff is like an abundance in my life and I feel it all the time. So there, there's many positive emotions that stem from love and from having loving and joyous experience. And it's interesting that when I'm having, when I react in a positive way, I'm considered awesome, okay? I'm an awesome and fun person to be around, yet when I'm emotional in a negative situation, I'm considered emotional or a bitch or some sort of negative label. 
it's interesting how that is no one equates being an emotional person to having super positive emotions all the time. Very interesting. Anyways, now my aha moment actually came from a positive experience this time. And that's why I want to share it with you because for the most part, I've learned from like negative stuff or I learned from like crises or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like we learn from our mistakes, if you will. I'm learning from something super positive, um, which I think is really cool and I want to share it. So this past weekend, here's what happened <laughs> on Sunday an IG, an Instagram friend of mine, his name is Seth Buck did something completely <laughs> insane. Now, I've never met Seth in person. I'm actually gonna meet him soon though, like next week. <laughs> Anyways, I started to follow him, I don't even know, probably like a year ago, maybe last summer, but I followed him because he's an amazing photographer. Um, and I don't know how I found him on Instagram, but I did, and lucky me, he followed me back. Anyways, I soon discovered that he's also really hardworking and like this free spirit kind of guy who's like hilarious and very entertaining. So I was, I'm very entertained by his content. So naturally I started chatting with him and now we're friends. <laughs> but like I said, I'm going to meet him in real life next week. I'm very excited about this, by the way. Um, so if you're looking for a crazy, awesome guy to follow, find Seth. His handle is at Seth Buck, okay? Anyways, back to the story. This Sunday, Seth uh, surprised his following by running a marathon out of the blue, okay? So it was his first marathon and he had no training. So he he actually does work out and like runs and stuff like that, but like he's he, he did not train for the marathon. No marathon training, okay? Him and a couple of his buddies all decided to like run this marathon. So they went out and they did it. And so he told me he was going to do this the night before. So like Saturday night. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, oh my God. As someone, um, some of you guys may know, I've, I've actually run seven marathons in my life. I'm currently training for my eighth marathon. Um... And all of these these races I've like trained extensively for. So when he said he was doing it, I was like, are you serious? I wrote him. I'm like, are you, is this like an official marathon or what? Because I was like, he's got to be joking. Uh, but his response was like this photo of, a ra of his race bib and like the t-shirt and all the stuff. And he's like, it's pretty official. <laughs> I think that's what he said. It's pretty official. Oh my God. Okay. So Sunday rolled around and Seth runs a freaking marathon and he documented his race on his stories, like his IG stories. And as I watched, I honestly just thought this was the coolest, most insane thing I've ever heard of, like let alone seen. So I got really jacked up and I was excited for him. And I actually laughed out loud watching him cross the finish line. Like he did it. It was like crazy. So marathons are hard. And yes, Seth is a tad insane, but it was also super inspiring for me just to see someone commit to taking such a huge challenge and then succeed. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to make here is that his story inspired a super positive and happy 
emotion inside of me. So you, you can probably even hear it in my voice. Like as I'm retelling it, I'm getting excited again. Um, I was like super pumped and had like the best day from that, you know? So even as I tell you guys the story, it's like, like as, okay, as I'm telling you guys the story, let me rephrase. I'm sure it's creating a, a, an emotion inside of you too. Okay, so you're probably listening, having some sort of emotional response, be it happiness or excitement, like the same as me, or maybe it's even envy or a sense of inadequacy. Like sometimes hearing of other people's success stories or moments of doing something outside the box makes us feel inadequate. Okay, right? So we're all experiencing the same story, but having a different emotional response to it. So maybe pay attention to how that story made you feel. Because there's there's no right or wrong feeling here. I, okay, there just is. Period. What is, is. There's no need to judge. Just observe what's happening inside of you. Okay, so... On Monday, when I was writing my Instagram post about being an emotional person, I observed that I spent the better part of Sunday and Monday just very much in the present moment. Even with being out of my element here in Manatic, I was super busy both of those days, yet I never felt busy. Okay, that's a word that I'm using in reflection here. I felt like it was more of a productive, gratifying couple of days. Like I felt good in the doing that I was doing. <laughs> so this busyness was like stress-free. So do you ever get like that? Like you accomplish 500 things and you don't feel stressed about it? Like in any way, like be it anxious or nervous or under pressure of some sort, right? So when you have busy days and you don't feel stress, I believe that this is because you are focused on being present and you are living in the now while you're doing the functions you need to be doing in the day, okay? So you are living right now. This is the only moment. Now is all we have. So remember when I said that many people experience presence or living in the now, but they aren't necessarily aware of it. This is what it feels like. It feels good to just be in your day and get shit done, okay? So I wasn't worried about all the things I had to get done. Being present and in the moment, I didn't experience my like default reactions, if you wanna call it that, usual, or should I say like my conditioning to the challenges because I was going with the flow. I was awake and in the moment. And this is when the aha moment came. This is when I came to realize that I had experienced a positive emotion. It flowed through me. I felt it. Um, I still personalized it, and I'll explain that in one sec. But the positive emotion um, was in me. I felt the joy, and then I let it go, okay? I then let go of it within me and just stayed in the present moment, okay? So I love this Seth running a marathon out of the blue example because even though I identified with his experience of running a marathon, in other words, I did take it personally. I took a story personally. Okay, sidebar, 
when we say we take things personally, that's also considered a flaw. It's often associated with being like a negative thing. Like, oh, he's just taking it personally or she's just taking it personally. However, the ego takes everything personally. When we're able to wake up and accept that this is what the ego does 100% of the time, we will see that we're taking everything personally, positive or negative. So I made the Seth running a marathon out of the blue example personal because I was like, I recalled all the times I ran myself. I ran one myself and like made his story about me. Okay, get it? Sidebar number two, that's a quick and easy way to know if you're taking something personally, when we make it about ourselves. So when we're taking something outside of you or actually even inside of you that it's out of your control and make it about you, you are taking the experience, positive or negative, personally. Okay, so even, I even had a moment of pride. (laughs) This is so funny. Like I had a moment of pride because I was proud of myself after I ran my first one, okay? And this was Seth's first one. So I brought forth the past and relived it for a short period of time as I watched him race, okay? I realized that I was taking the emotion personally. I was identifying with it. However, I enjoyed the experience within me and then it was gone. It passed out of my body. Like, whoa, (laughs) this is like very cool. So letting it go, okay, the letting it go part is the learning here. That's what I wanna share with you. And it's a positive, it was a positive letting go. So feeling and then letting go, what a fascinating concept. When the moment passed, I wasn't sad to let go. I didn't look for drama to replace it or something else to fill that void. I simply continued on with my day with like a higher sense of presence. So this experience has shown me that there is a difference between how I let positive energy or emotion flow through me and how I hold on to negative energy or emotion because emotion is energy within us, okay? So I spoke about that last week. I even titled the podcast Punishment and self or Self-Loathing on Easter weekend. Like, that's negative in itself. It took me like six days or longer even to forgive myself for that beating and let that emotion go. And honestly, that's pretty fast for me. Typically, I hold on to this shit for like, Years. <laughs> I have held on to that self-loathing and beating for long, long periods of time. <sighs> like when I have a bad experience, my thinking about it, recalling what I did or what happened over and over and over and over again is like that ego. It's the thinking. It's controlling me and it's keeping me small. I forget that there is even a present moment because I'm stuck reliving the past and feeling overwhelmed by the emotion and the energy like this negative thing has brought into my life. Get it? So we don't even, we are are experiencing the now by living in the past, okay? We don't even realize. it's, It's interesting that it's in our nature to hold on to negative thought. Don't you think? Like, why is that? 
Well, it's because the ego thrives on drama. (laughs) The ego is the emotional representation of our fear and it's driven by fear. So I use the Olympic games as my prime example in life. Uh, Something that really like affected the course of my life. I held the energy of failing to qualify for the Olympics for like 10 years or longer. It changed my life. That energy changed the composition of the cells in my body. Like holding it for that long created dis-ease in my organs, okay? Like I would be having the best day ever and feel still like felt anxious at the same time. And I used to say that I was anxious for no reason or emotional for no reason. Like, oh, there was a reason, all right. I was just denying that I had no awareness. I was holding on to the past deeply. It became me. I identified with it. I replayed the story over and over again. Um, And I was one with the shit. (laughs) I was one with that old past experience. I identified with it, okay? So now I'm a believer that we are all here to experience life exactly the way we're experiencing it, okay? I also believe that living in the moment shows us that we have a choice on how we go about the experience. Think about the birds and the two guys, or people, I should say. So we are bringing forth the past or anxious about the future (laughs) or we are focused on the being right now in this moment. So to accept is to become aware. I talk about this in my IG post as well. Acceptance is awareness. It is the non-judgmental awareness of being. So when we accept ourselves or accept what's happened, accept the experience, yes, I realize this sounds easier than it really is. It does take time and It does take a a commitment to wake up. Um, But in practicing living in the now and in creating a space between my thoughts and my being, okay, I began to accept. That's, That's how I was accepting who I am. And it changes everything as well. It changes the energy in your body. So why am I telling you this story? I'm talking about this because I'm coming to the realization that I hold on to negative emotion and I identify with it and it becomes part of me and that this emotion creates negative thoughts and beliefs that keep coming up over and over and over again. And this realization is kind of exciting. Hey, (laughs) I like I'm growing and I want to share this with you because I feel like like I, I just, I feel this deeper sense of awareness and I, and I, and I know that there's so many people out there that are like having this experience as well and they just don't really know what to do with it, right? So the emotion, the emotions I feel from the negative story I keep telling myself on replay 
are totally real emotions, but the story is no longer real, okay? So it, it's no longer happening to me. I have, I have moved on in time, and if I'm awake, I can practice being in the now. I can see that I am okay. The past is no longer with me. It no longer serves me. The now serves me, like right now. So I can give myself permission to feel the negative energy. This is a big one here. Permission is a big one, okay? I give myself permission to feel negative energy. It's okay to feel this energy, to honor it, to experience it, okay? This is part of life. I mean, I don't believe that it is um, that it is okay to treat other people badly or create harm in to like harm someone else or yourself but it's okay to experience emotion let it flow through us let it throw through me and then let it go it needs to flow in and then flow out okay same as the positive experiences we have lots of positive experiences that just like flow through us we're like in the moment you know when you're with your dog when you're with your children when you're in an intimate situation yes sometimes we recall those situations and bring those positive experience forward that's that's a nice feeling that keeps us feeling good but for the most part these just kind of flow through us do you get what i'm saying it sounds it sounds easy but how do we actually do this i have i do suggest a few things um maybe just listening to my experience has like given you sort of like a oh oh yeah that does happen to me which is great this is like awakening you're awakening this is happening but if you're listening right now like you've already shifted into a place of higher awareness you want to know and you're figuring all of or like or you're figuring all of this out on your own okay so one of the things i want to say is like knowledge and knowing are different i didn't actually understand what that meant i hear it from a lot of spiritual teachers i've read it in millions of books that there's a difference between knowledge and knowing um you can have all the knowledge in the world you can read all the books and say all the right things give the best advice to everybody however if you aren't putting that knowledge into practice in some way shape or form within your own life then there there is no knowing you don't know what this knowledge is (laughs) does that make sense ah that's hard to explain that's a hard one anyway so what i'm trying to say here is to to live in the now is to do that it's not not to say it so it's walking the talk if you will so An easy way to do that is to bring attention to your breath. This is another thing that uh, many people practice, like yoga, spiritual teachers. And even you'll you'll notice um, taking a deep... What happens in your body when you take a deep breath and you feel your body while you're taking this breath? This is the easiest way to come back to the now and become the observer of your body, even if it was one second in time, in, in time, like there's, 
Okay, let me say this. In times of stress, our bodies tend to do this naturally in an effort to like snap you into the moment and let go of tension. Breathing releases tension in the body because when you're in the moment, there is no tension, okay? There's no storytelling. There's just now. So there's no story behind it. It's just hap- It's now. So take a deep breath in. Feel what that feels like in your body. It. You can start to notice that simply breathing is very joyful. It brings joy into your body. It's awesome, okay? And when we are aware and in the moment, we respond with a sense of presence in the situation as opposed to being reactive. So pay attention. Notice when you're reacting. Be the observer, non-judgmental observer, okay? When we start to judge, I've said this before, judgment is the ego. So you're not, you're asleep, you're not aware. This is not an awakening when you're judging what you're observing. Just simply watching and noticing when we're reacting. That's the first, that's the first step, okay? The next steps that follow are, are consciously changing the reaction, changing the story, stopping the voice, stopping the thinking, taking a deep breath, coming back to the moment. When you feel you need to like prove yourself, be right, win a conversation, this is part of your conditioning. It does not represent who you are. It represents your conditioning and how you grew up to respond to things, right? Do you see that? So lastly, if you want to take all of this one step further, I'm going to plug in my five-day awareness challenge again here because it's so great. And a lot of people have taken this challenge and it's totally free, by the way. And they've started to become aware of their thinking and of their emotions and of their beliefs. And it just kind of like is a, a, a super condensed way to get, it's, it's, it's a super condensed roster of tools that you can use to bring awareness in your life in different ways and how you feel about yourself, okay? So this challenge is for everyone and it's intended to give you some guidance and tools, like I said, to, to bring awareness into your own life. In my opinion, I believe that awareness is the foundation to change the story of our ego and therefore change our emotions and bring our emotions into a more positive vibration, okay? Um, So you can take the challenge anytime you want. Just head over to alisaunfiltered.com forward slash free challenge to sign up. It is free. It's completely free. It can be taken at your own time, at your own pace. Again, that's elisaunfiltered.com forward slash free challenge. You should sign up today. I mean, I say this, what's stopping you? Like really, what's stopping you? (laughs) Okay, so yay, what a weekend. What an interesting little uh, one-sided conversation I just had. Um, Okay, I think that's all I wanna say about this right now. Uh, Like I said earlier, I'm still processing and thinking out loud. So I would love to hear your feedback on everything, okay? I do, however, want to say that I have a deeper understanding that nothing in life is happening to me. It's happening for me. And that emotions are real. I've felt a lot of emotions over the last couple of weeks, a lot of them. And 
It's okay to feel them, but it's also okay to let them go, okay? If you enjoyed this podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Shoot me a DM on Instagram at at Elisa and tell me what you think of this episode, please. I'd love to hear from you. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time.